what? That doesn't sound like a horror to, to you? More cowbell. <laughs> Hi, everybody. How we doing today? Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. With their smiling faces out there. Beautiful day in the New York area. Uh, Joe, how's, uh, how's Jersey doing? Good. It's nice today. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. nice, the nice weather has come. I don't see our uh, California person. Yeah, Howie, where is he? Yeah. And uh, remember, you're on the Mark Sports Talk with your host, Mark with the C, of course. And welcome, everybody. Welcome to our 53rd. That's one year plus. I know, all right. <laughs> do, do, do. We got 53rd show <laughs> three weeks. Okay, thanks for attending uh, each week. Uh, that's what makes the show move right along. I want to thank everyone for last week. During our one-year anniversary show, thanks for sharing your personal sports moments, your idols, um, and the big question as to why everyone got involved in sports. I thought it was pretty cool. Anyway, we're back to our regular show, and I want to backtrack a tad because I know you guys have been uh, banking these 52 and 53 numbers and you have ball players who are 52 and wore 53. And I want to hear some of your 52s first, and then we'll do 53. Anyone got a 52? Voices, Just call voices. it out. You don't have to, uh, Don Drysdale and Bobby Abreu. Well, 53 Drysdale. First, yes, 53. 53. That's what we're talking Today's the 53rd. No, 52. Let's 52, 52 first. So what's that, Roger? 52. I'm sorry. Sabathia for 52. Okay. Sabathia. Who else was here? Wesley's. Not a very popular number. Oh, wait. J Jamal Wilkes. Jamal Wilkes. Wow. Was 52. Bruce Chen. Bruce Chen was a wow. 52. Wow. Look that up. Matt Shoemaker. <laughs> what do you got? Matt Shoemaker. Matt Shoemaker. BJ Ryan. Carlos Silver. A nice list there, huh? I have Ray Lewis. Moe Mike Webster. But not too many 52. How about 53? What do we got in 53? Mark. Right and Abreu. And also Melky Cabrera. Who was that? 52. Melky Cabrera. Harry Carson? Was he 53? Cabrera was a 53, is right. Yeah, yeah I looked that uh, up. Carson. Harry Carson was a 53. There are more 53s and 52s. Gerald, you have more? I just wanted to say uh, 52 is Johannes Cespedes. And of course, uh, Big D was 53, along with um, Artis Gilmore. Uh -huh. I forgot about wow. Cespedes. Yeah. I forgot Gilmore. about Cespedes. You're right. Artis Gilmore. Right, right. 53. Wow. Earl Dawkins was a 53. Joe Klein. Mike Webster. Uh, again, if, if you had your pick of numbers, I, I wouldn't pick 52 or 53, would you? No. Just curious, what number would you pick? I would pick four. Ron, who would you, what's your number? If you have 40, your choice. 24. 24. Fred? 44, 44. 44. Fred? 32. 32. Steve? Seven. Seven? Uh, Roger? I'm like Ron, 44, just for 44. different <laughs> Mike? One and seven. Either one. <laughs> One and seven. Gerald? Four in deference to Duke Snyder. 
Yeah. All right, Luke Garrett, Jerry, not four. Yeah. I was four for Bobby Gritch. <laughs> it's a light kid. Uh, Sharon, you have a favorite number? I think lately it's been nine. Lately? What about like 10 years ago? <laughs> I think it was four. Four? Okay. Oh, another four. Very good. Uh, Joe, you have a number? The Duke. Also the Duke a four. Flat push. Wow, four is pretty popular. Alan? Seven. Another seven for Mickey, uh, I guess, right? And when I grew up, I switch it. Uh, and I could his, switch uh, it. Camera. Alan, what's up with your camera? You should clean the lens. What about you, Stuart? It's, just, it's just the Andy window with, Sorry. with the, uh, with the uh, sun. Okay. 32, Sandy Koufax. So he was 32. You know I'll yeah, sit yeah. on this side. Exactly. Okay. Okay, and Milton? 12. 12. Why 12? Joe. Joe Willie. Joe Willie. Oh, Joe Willie. Oh, yeah. oh, you have a lot of his shirts. A different sport there. Very good. Uh, Danny. Welcome, yeah. Danny. How are you doing? Favorite number? 25. 25. And uh, Stephen, you got a favorite number? Mark no, no, you have a Stevens on now. Oh, Steve Goldberg. You have, no, no, you have a favorite number? Yes or no? No. Okay. And no. Michael joined us. Hi, Michael. How you doing? Hi there. Hi, Hi. everyone. We're talking about favorite. Your favorite. Your per, your own personal favorite number. Nobody chose eighteen, huh? <laughs> mm. You know, I as much as I was interested in sports from a little boy. Num I, I, I never cared about numbers and, you know, I was memory, but numbers were never really, probably mantles, if anything, you know, seven, right? So, but I, I never really paid a lot of attention to numbers. So so if, you, if you were a kid and they're handing out the uniforms and you have your pick, oh. you're not going to like, give me, give me, give me. I didn't even then. I didn't really, I never, as a kid, probably seven, I'd say because of mantle, but that, that's really it. That's it. All right. All right. I never care about numbers. Save your numbers. I may come back to numbers a little later. I think have something. I want to start with football this week. The draft was last Thursday after we went off. And uh, what do you guys think about the draft? I'm glad you yeah. went in the first round. Any of you guys watch the uh, draft at all? Yes. Yes. The beginning. yes. We certainly yeah, talked enough football, college football, the last year. Right. Some right. of these guys. So what do you think? We'll see how the Jets do. What can I tell you? Let's take, let's take um, first of all, what do you think about them having, the, the way they did it? They had over 8,000 fans in Cleveland. Uh -oh. Okay, supposedly they were fully vaccinated, right? Yeah, right. But that was a week ago, and they were all on top of each other. Yeah. I guess that was okay in, in Cleveland, huh? So we'll play Johnny on the pony later. <laughs> <laughs> and they did round one. Boy, oh boy, they oh. take their time making the who did Johnny on the phone? Get and they wait the full <laughs> amount of time. My least favorite game. Did you, did you play really? Johnny rides the pony with men or women or girls? Everybody, whoever <laughs> wants to play. It was a lot of fun. We could talk about that another time. Uh, to anyway, me, let's go back to Trevor Lawrence. Were you on the bottom? Yeah. What, you guys yeah. stop with this. Johnny on a pony. I'm talking about Trevor Lawrence. Do you think he'll be successful? I want to hear your opinions. Can't tell. Thanks. Well, look at, again, you know, 
it's it's a lot of fun to I think to to watch and to you know follow all of the you know first all of the pre preliminary the mock drafts you take a look at the reality and most of it was they're just inaccurate nobody yeah. nobody knows um, I look I don't I was not, I wasn't crazy about the Zach Wilson pick from the beginning but who knows he might he might be an outstanding outstanding player we have no we have no idea you know all of the various factors that are involved there have been high up um, draft picks who have succeeded others who have bombed we just don't know i i you don't know it's a crap shoes the new york teams on paper the potential i think is there i think it's was a very positive draft for both of them i think you know they're they're filled filled needs or potential needs uh on paper i think it looks promising but only time will tell. Three, four years will know. Roger. Like anything, you got to put some good, got to put a good line around him, Mark. I mean, it was it's like the Archie Manning, uh, you know, example. You know, every play he was running for his life. The Saints had nothing. I mean, you know, he was, you know, he was getting killed all the time. So, put a good line around him. See what he can do. Put some good players around him. I mean, we'll see. Well, it's going to take time. Unless I'm wrong, I don't think the Giants drafted any offensive linemen. No, they didn't. Daniel Jones. They didn't. They didn't. No. Yeah. So is he there to fail? That's a But that's the deal. We're going to see no. how he is being protected. He has receivers now. Fred? In, in comments made after the draft, Gettleman seemed to think that the, that the line that they have now is, you know, will, will improve and, and should do the job. And they, they like very much that Nate sold is coming back. And this other guy at right tackle, I forget his name. He was the third round draft choice last year um, from Connecticut. What was his name? Pearl or Pert, I think his name was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're very high on him. So th- they, they think given time that I'm playing together, that that line is going to gel. Well, like, yeah. like everything else in football, time will tell. And Thomas will. Yeah. yeah. They think there was great improvement with him toward the end of the year. So, yeah. you know, we'll see. And let's see. The Bears picked Justin Fields. So you're a Bear fan, Ron, I believe, right? Mm. You're the only Bear yes. fan in that uh, group here. So what do you think about that pick? Well, let's stock up on the quarterbacks because, look, how, how long is Dalton going to play anyway? Who knows? Mm. So I, it's true. You know, you got to go for the future. That's what I don't understand about why was it last year, the year before, Aaron Rodgers was so pissed? So they picked a quarterback that, you know, you can't wait till for him to retire then. Are you going to get to that? Picked in the first round. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, but come on. They, 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 the Packers have to think about the future. He was, what, 36 at the time? But, but still, All right, but they still picked him in the first round. <laughs> That's a little slap in the face. Well, well he, 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 oh, sorry. Yeah, you have. Fred, Aaron Rodgers seems to forget seems to forget that he was drafted as a the successor to Brett Favre, and he sat for three years. You know, so. And then one one other thing about Rodgers, uh, yeah, okay, let's. He is a great quarterback, but he's got one Super Bowl only. Yeah. So you know that's uh, that's not uh, the great. You know, he's not the greatest of all time. So. Rumor has it he really wants the job as the 
Jeopardy host full time. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh, really? That's my birthday. It's a hot He job. hasn't had great players always around him. He hasn't had great players around him. Hey. I, I think he's one of the one of the great. You watch him play; he makes something out of nothing, and he hasn't. Yeah. He hasn't oh, had the players that I think could have catapulted him to. Are you in their prime? Who would you take? Would you take Brett Favre, or would you take uh, Aaron Rodgers? I, I take Rodgers any day. And yeah. I'll take Rodgers. I agree. Yeah. Rodgers. Oh. Rodgers did not catch him. Yeah. Fought a lot of interceptions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Fab had a great arm and threw a lot of touchdown passes. And uh... I would, well, I would also think Rodgers on the Jets if he uh, is still inclined. <laughs> oh, the way the way they got Fab. Not on his list. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that in a few minutes. All right. Again. <laughs> Someone want to say something? Ron, uh, Joe, you want to say something? No. Okay. So, Just laughing. And the. Uh, <laughs> um, so how about the the Patriots picking Mac Jones? I thought that was a good pick, and and they did nothing. Just sat in their spot in fifteen. Mm-hmm. It just came to him. Just came to the team. Never, just never did- bet against Belichick. Never. The heir apparent. Keep one thing in mind, Belichick. Yeah, Michael. I know I, I don't want to dominate. Just keep one thing in mind. Giants picked a receiver. He was, I think, the fifth. Was he the fifth receiver or the fourth receiver pick? Fifth, I think, wasn't he the fifth in the draft? Fourth or fifth in the draft? Right. The fifth receiver picked last year, I think, was Jefferson. So, again, mm-hmm. the guy who was picked the fifth receiver beyond, be, 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 after some of the more celebrated receivers... Who was the greatest? Who, who was the greatest rookie receiver last year? He hands down. It was Jefferson, right? So, and he was the fifth receiver picked. So again, you know, one we, never knows. One never knows. Yeah, I mean, yeah. kind of like. Um, Look, yeah. Did anyone think Brady would be? Uh, no, that to be. Go ahead, friend. You're right. One never knows. You look at the first first round quarterbacks or first overall, Jamarcus Russell. Tim Couch, Ryan Leaf. That's right. just three, you know, drafted, I think, one or two overall and ne- never made it. And I'm sure there, there are many others besides. David Carr, Jeff George. You can go down yes. the line. Down the right. Line. I mean, they were, they, they were functional. They, 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 they weren't stars. Right. right. Joe George Montana, I think, was a third-round pick, right? Who was? Joe Montana. Montana third-round pick? Yes. So, so was Russell Wilson, I think. Third round, the fourth round. He's not. The, he's not your archetypal quarterback. He's short, Wilson. Right, right, right. I mean, but yes. you know, it's like, it's like you yeah. said before. Somebody said before. Time got to. You got to wait a couple of years. Depends on the system you're in. Right. Depends and, on a lot of things. And the coaching right. around, and your supporting cast, and who's protecting you. It's a whole bunch of different things. We know that. All, right. all I know is the giant fan. I hope the Bears go own sixteen. <laughs> How about the Jets? Pick- now it's 17. It'll be 17. 17, 17 right. right. Oh, it's 17, right. right. Thank you. Right. Thank you for the correction. How about the Jets picking two Michael Carters <laughs> in the draft? Wouldn't that be, isn't that a cool thing? Yeah. Fourth round, they pick Michael Carter, a running back from North Carolina. And then the fifth round, they pick Michael Carter, the second. From Duke. A Duke, a Duke cornerback. Same a area. Duke. Same that was, that was, That's like the Mets. They had two Bob Millers, I think. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Bobby Jones. Yeah. yeah. Right. No. <laughs> first Michael Carter has a chance. The first Michael Carter has a has a good chance. That was, I think, a good pick. That might prove to be a 
Yeah. Then they have what they call Mr. Irrelevant, the last player in the draft. <laughs> linebacker named Grant Stewart from Houston. He was <clears throat> pick number 259. Now I'm having a big problem <clears throat> figuring how they got 259. Ooh. You know how that's not why how why 259? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I know a little. I know a little bit of it, but not the, the, how to get that number. There's something, I think, after the third round of what they call compensatory picks for signing free agents. Yeah. You, if you look at the yeah. third round, yeah. I yeah. think after the third round, there's like more than 32. Before they started the fourth round, there was some picks in there. They didn't go right into the fourth round. If you look at the list, something to do with that. And, I don't know the whole details. Well, I think that's it that. in a nutshell. That's how you got the odd number, right? The crooked number right then and there. Oh, wow. It's like, it's like in baseball. Doesn't baseball have compensatory picks? If you sign a free agent, you, you get extra draft picks or something. Okay. Right. You okay. lose it. There you go. Welcome, Howie. I see Hi. And, Mark, uh, and, Mark, and by the way, last year, the Mr. Relevant was, was pretty good for the Giants. In fact, he was very instrumental. Tay Crowder in beating the the Redskins with a fumble recovery return for a touchdown. Right. So again, you never know. 259. Used to be more, a lot more. Remember when the draft was more than yeah, 30 rounds. So Mr. Yeah. Irrelevant would have been even further down. A right. sixth, seventh round pick might have been, you know, it might have might have stuck. Right. And now as soon as the draft is over, all the players who were not picked, all the teams run after them to sign them as free agents. Nice list on all the teams mm -hmm. who they signed after the draft that weren't picked. So the Jets had a little tough luck. Uh, Quinn and uh, Williams, defensive tackle, he's going to be out eight to 10 weeks. Right. Broken foot, but supposedly he'll be ready. Certainly. And uh, so, what do you think about this Aaron Rodgers story? We know we talked about him, you know, he wants out. He's unhappy. Maybe. <laughs> He's really well, upset. Anyone want to talk about that? I will only if no one else. Is yeah, again. No. I, I I see two perspectives. I think from like an intellectual one, I kind of understand what Terry Bradshaw said. Uh, look, you know, you have you have contracts. The reality is, you employee for a team, you play for the team. The owner and the general manager, they don't have to, they, they don't they don't have to involve you or discuss with you. It's their job. But the reality is, you know, from a pragmatic perspective, sports have changed. Athletes have much greater influence. It would be it, 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 it wisdom suggests that you at least include your star player in, in any kind of conversation. It just it's good for more public relations. Do they have to from a business perspective? No, but this is the nature of sports today. And I think, yeah, I, I think from that perspective, it probably would have been a, a wise move to at least communicate with him on a greater level. That's how I look at it. He wants a GM. Um, I never heard this for Brian Good, Good, Goodkunz, his name is. He wants uh, him out. I guess he's a little over upset with him. And it goes back to the, the Packers uh, picking that quarterback. What was his name? Something Love? Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Jordan Love last year. So. Jordan Love. Um, he says 
He'll go to the 49ers, the Broncos, and Raiders as his choice, but he doesn't have a no-trade clause. Right. Yeah. He says he'll quit. No, he's not. I he's not quit. Happens down money. In there. Yeah. Uh, MVP, coming back MVP. He went to a championship game, two, two championships in a row. Joe? No, I'm, I'm guessing that if he, you know, if he's chosen the teams he wants to go to, it wouldn't make much sense for a team that he doesn't want to go to to go after him. Yeah. The yeah. Packers you know? coach, LaFleur, Matt LaFleur, I love that name, and the uh, 49ers coach, Kyle Shanahan, are longtime friends. And Rogers is from California. So there's a connection there. And uh, Howie, Garoppolo, yeah. and who'd they pick? Trey, what's his name? Who was that draft pick? Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Yeah, I think the miners are on out are no go for Rogers because from what they're saying this week, Garoppolo's the quarterback uh, for at least this coming year. It depends on how well he he does. I mean, he can go bring the team to the Super Bowl. Uh, it, you know, this uh, the team is that that much set as like a playoff team, barring injuries. And depending on how they feel, Rams, they can then uh, turn around and and trade Garoppolo at a even higher trade value than he is now. Now, so I don't see the the nine. I see the Raiders. More so than the Niners going after Rodgers, but I think the best—I really think the best fit would be Denver. Denver. Yeah. yeah. Did they pick a quarterback? Do you guys remember? No. No. Picked a cornerback in the first round. No, they got Bridgewater and they got Locke. Yeah. Right. They traded so, with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. yeah. But I could see them going after Rodgers. I mean, they did before with Peyton Manning. Uh, right. Whether they're capable whether they have this i'm not sure about their wide receivers or running game uh i don't know if they're capable of uh competing and they and they're in a tough division too right right that's a tough division right yeah well let's see what happens down the line he's not happy mr rogers neighborhood not happy (laughs) <laughs> right. so we, I heard that team Tim Tebow. Remember Tim Tebow? Let's make a comeback. Comeback with Urban Meyer and the Jags. He's Thirty-three years old, and they were bringing him back, you know, for trick plays here and there. It's a tight end, right? Tight end, tight end yeah. right? Tight end. I can't see that happening, but okay, that's the made print. And then mm. the death in football. I guess some of you guys heard about it. The former Jet Pete Lamons. Yeah, uh, uh, seventy-seven years old. Yeah. He fell off a boat. Oh, yeah, he drowned. And drowned. Yeah. Yeah. A freaky Sorry. accident. Uh, they were competing in a uh, a boating oh. um, competition in Texas. fishing to- fishing tournament, Mark. Fishing tournament. Yeah, well, that's what the paper said. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he fell off. Where was it? Where was the accident? Texas, Texas. He's from Somewhere Texas. in Texas, Mill. I never heard of Brookland. Texas. Mm. So he was so, with the Jets when they won the Super Bowl. Yep. He also mm. played with Green Bay in 72. Those were his two teams. You know, he was pretty good. You yeah. know, you see his numbers, his, compared to numbers today, 
his numbers look like like a, like nothing. No, but, but he, he was had 185 career catches, and some of these guys catch over 100 passes <laughs> a year, and 2,300 yards and 14 touchdowns in his career. He was good though. Yeah, all right. I want to go to baseball. Baseball. Any guys think of any funny names in the last couple of weeks? Sky Bolt. Here's what I want you to do. Before you say Sky Bolt, here's our our, uh, inner circle um, code. Okay, so no one knows. So when you have a funny name or you think of a funny name, just say beep, 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 beep. So beep beep, that is our alert if you have a funny name or an odd name. All right, Fred, give you your beep beep. Sky Bolt. No, no, do your beep beep. Oh, beep beep. Oh, yes. Sky Bolt, who who was just traded from the Giants to the the Oakland A's. That's right, Sky. That's a great name. That's a great name, right, Sky Bolt? Anybody have any? Francisco Lindor. Come on. (laughs) Hey, Mike. Beep, beep. Don't make me cry. Uh, Sharon, you have a beep, beep. What do you got? Pete Lecoq. You know, we, we said that two weeks, three weeks ago. Okay. That is a funny name, but this is a GP, GP uh, show. Anyway, beep, beep. I got a call. <laughs> J. Floor, or spelled F-L-A-A. Fla, pronounces floor, an Orioles pitcher. Beep, beep. Paul Fry, F-R-Y, Orioles pitcher. Sam Coonrod. Why did you right. do beep beep? Oh, beep beep. Sam <laughs> Coonrod. That's a cool one. Phillies pitcher. And beep beep. An old time pitcher. Some of you guys may know this, you old timers. Jerry Schoenmaker. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? What do you mean, yeah? You know him? Shoemaker. Uh, Shoemaker. S C H O O N. Schoen. Oh, was a Washington senator pitcher in the mid 50s. Beep, beep, Milton Bradley. Okay, we said. <laughs> okay. 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 So-, so now we're talking back to numbers. I said we're going to come back to numbers. And Fred has a very interesting numbers story. Beep, beep, dip. Yep. Dick, beep, 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 well, next week. More beep, beep, next week. Write down. Yeah. Well, today, as everybody knows, is the 90th birthday of. What I think is the greatest player of all time, Willie Mays. I agree. Who, who, hey, hey. You just look at his career numbers, 660 home runs, 338 stolen bases, 302 average, 2,062 runs scored, 1,903 RBIs, great fielder, excelled at every aspect yep. of the game, but mm-hmm. also his baseball intelligence of where to, you know, knowing where to play hitters, everything. He's, his goal always, he said, was to score 100 runs and have 100 RBIs in every season. And he always felt if it wasn't for two years in the Army and plus playing in a polo grounds and candlestick park, which were not friendly to right-handed hitters, he, he, he thought that he would have over 800 home runs. Just and, and, and just his legacy yeah. for the game was yep. the pure joy, you know, of, of the game. And and unlike some others, you know, unlike and I'm not to disparage Joe DiMaggio, but he never really, he, he never felt that he had to be called the greatest living introduced that every, every time as the greatest living uh, ball player as you know as Joe DiMaggio was, but just was a was a, just was a great player and 
You know, if the Giants hadn't left New York, we would have seen him. Mm, you know, in his prime, probably probably stayed on a year too late. You know, with the Mets, but like a lot of guys do. But just a great player and a great great spokesman for the game. And very ironically, you guys realize that him and Mickey Mantle, and you probably do know this, were both suspended from baseball. I think by Bowie Kuhn for working at a casino in Atlantic City. Right. Fifty thousand dollars a year. I didn't know that. Right. Yeah. Was that it? I didn't really. But just a great player, and she acknowledges 90th birthday. 90th Oldest birthday. living Hall of Famer. Yes. Here, and here, you know, here. if if the Giants stayed, there'd yeah. be no be no New York Mets. Right. That's right. true. That's right. Ed, Joe. I just wanted to say, does anybody remember seeing a picture of Willie Mays playing stickball in the street in Harlem? Right. When I first came yeah, up. Yeah. Yes. Classic. You know, that was that was Willie Mays. He was just. As a Dodger fan, I hated him, but you know everybody knew he was the best. You had to acknowledge him. Yeah, Michael. I mean, there was nothing he couldn't do. And was it Willie Mays? Number one, uh, what was just said uh, that that stickball picture is is an awesome Mm -hmm. thing. Number two, Willie Mays, I do agree that was one of the greatest ball players who ever lived, except for in 1956, Mickey Mantle was better. And the number (laughs) three, right? And the number three. Most memorable picture to me is back in 73, a picture of Willie Mays on his knees begging his umpire about a call that was made that he didn't agree with. He's begging on his knees. That, that was an incredible picture. Mm-hmm. Fred? Also, on an entertainment note, that great song from 1981 by, um, I forget his first name, Cashman. Will, Harry, Willie, Harry, Mickey Harry, and the Duke, Duke. Willie, Mickey, and the Duke. Oh, Willie, yeah, yeah, what, what a great song. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you, Fred. Uh, for You're welcome. Good job, Fred. Harry Cashman, right? Yeah. Harry Cashman. Harry Cashman. Harry Cashman. Yeah. Terry I couldn't Cashman. think of his first name. Yeah, he, he, Mark Milt has a question. Yeah, Milt again. Thanks. How many times did Willie Mays, when he first was brought up, did he go hitless? How many? He did. He was yeah. Well, he was That's right. He, right. he started off very slowly. And he hit the home run on his 13th at bat. Right. First Spahn, hit I think he hit run. Wow. Right. He was called Warren up from Minneapolis. Said, Roger, you think Roger Warren Spahn was the first hit? First home run, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, Joe? No, I think I, I remember reading somewhere that Leo DeRocha, who was a manager of the Giants at the time, had to go up and talk to him and tell him he had faith in him and he was going to be right. okay. Right. Right. Yeah, good right. Story. I think he couldn't hit the curveball at the beginning or something. Mm. Yeah. And he was also the first black captain of a team. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Captain of the Giants. Wow. First African-American to be named the captain of a major league team. Right. Yeah, we, we, have some staunch, uh, we have some staunch Yankee fans uh, in the you, bunch of you guys there. But again, if you're, if you're a kid or if you're a... Uh, a big shot and you're choosing up teams and you have a healthy Mickey and you have a, a, a healthy, a, li- a living Duke and a living Willie in their prime. Who are you picking? Number one. Oh God. Pick, picking them all three, move two of them to left and right. <laughs> I, 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 a totally healthy mantle, unblemished mantle. I probably would, would take mantle, but knowing the reality of what's happened, as a Yankee fan, I, I would take Mays. Unless Man were 100%. Yeah. 
you know, the mantle that we saw was, was Mays was, and I'm a Yankee fan. Right? Okay. Uh, Roger. Yeah, I think, I don't know if you guys heard, I think I heard on Sports Center this morning, you know, they were talking about Mays and everything. I think the Red Sox and then the Yankees had agents who talked to him first and recommended that the teams, you know, draft him or, you know, but apparently they weren't ready to break the, the color barrier. And then the Giants right. you know, yeah. jumped, jumped ahead. So, uh, yeah, Red Sox the Giants, the the Giants were, already had the black players. Hank Thompson, I yeah. think, predated right. him. Monty right. Irvin. Monty well. Irvin. Right. Irvin was before, yeah. Yes, yeah, Monty Irvin was the was, yeah. well, 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 the Yankees and the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox, matter of fact, may have been the last they, team to. They were. Humphrey Green. Humphrey yeah. Green. Yeah. And, and the Yankees. 59. Right, I think the Yankees, Elston Howard, 55, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were late to the game also with that. Yeah. I have an Elston yeah. Howard story here, real quick. Mm-hmm. You brought this up. Elston Howard was the first black New York Yankee. However, mm-hmm. he almost wasn't. Really? A certain minor leaguer was tearing up, I'm reading right from my, my notes, it was tearing it up in the um, minors for three years and, gled, and getting close to being called up and would have beaten <coughs> Howard to the Yankees, but he got traded to the Philadelphia A's in 1953. You Who's know that? who he was? I could Big Power. Big Power. You got it. Vic Power. Was, so, I, wasn't Vic Power Puerto Rican, though? I mean, he was black. I read this as a black, black. though. I don't know. You have to go ask him. I don't Let know. me look it up. Look it up. But that's the story I said. So he was the flamboyant, very flamboyant fielder, I remember. Oh, yeah. 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 And it really, he had a, like a, uh, a close stance. The bat was straight I up. Remember. I remember, I remember yeah. seeing I don't remember too much of it. Oh, let's move on. Howie had a question, Mark. Oh, Howie, thank you there, uh, uh, Mr. Well, Rice. <laughs> there was something about Vic Power that uh, made the Yankees trade him. They said he was too... Flashy. Uh, good. What? <laughs> too flashy with the glove. Flashy with the glove. Flashy with the glove. He was also flashy with the women. Yeah, outside. And, and George Weiss, who was a rabid racist, didn't mm-hmm. want anyone like that and so he got shipped out and they brought up elston howard who was there you go good good inside story there gerald you have something vic Vic powell was a puerto ricanian puerto ricanian okay okay so he was doctor whatever okay let's move on we learned yesterday i'm sure you guys heard this that starting on may 19th Yankee Stadium and City Field are going to have fully capacity in sections where people are fully vaccinated mm-hmm. with their masks on. Shoulder to shoulder with strangers, people you don't know. And, uh, and that will be the, the fully vaccinated section. And if you're not fully vaccinated, you can enter, but you'll sit in like what they do now. Uh, I think you still have to show a negative test when you go in? Yeah, you do. I w- Well, I was actually at the Ranger game last Tuesday. Yeah. I, w- I had to go to one game <laughs> this year. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, I ha- and you either had to show a negative COVID test or your, and of course you need your ID with it. Mm-hmm. I showed my card with the vaccination. Yeah. yeah. And then that was okay. But they did it very well. Uh, like we were in row six of a section they had fans in row one, 
And then we were the next section, in the next row that had fans in it. So they, 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 I know the garden did it very well. So, okay. So we'll see how that works. Gerald, you have something? Yes. I'm going to City Field Saturday night. I understand maybe you guys could corroborate this. Uh, you have to show your original vaccination card. You can't show a copy. I believe that's right. Anyone know? We'll show you original. You only have your original? Yes. Yes. There, there's an app. What yes. is it called? NYS Wallet. Yes, yes. Yeah, it goes yeah, to the right. phone. Just show your phone. That's acceptable right, too, I believe. But it's limited. The last one I did, it was limited. It expired quickly. I don't know if they ended oh. that. Okay. Can I ask a question about that, about the vaccination card? Do you have to be two weeks after the second shot? Like, yeah. like if I wanted to, go, I, I got my second shot last Saturday. So if no. I wanted to go to a game this weekend, weeks, yeah. I, I couldn't go. I'd have to get a test, right? Because I haven't has them in two weeks. Is that right? Correct. Yes, I think that's, right. that's it. Yes. But you, your card says you took the you took it, right? Yeah. But but I'm not. I think you're gonna stand there and look at the uh, the. the I, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I think you're gonna yeah, but did, do you want to take a chance and you get the guy who checks it? Right. Yeah. You know, you buy the tickets, you go yeah. there, and yeah. the guy that does the math. <laughs> yeah. And now that now with these two stadiums, uh, they're also going to be offering uh, free tickets if you go to City yeah. Field to get vaccinated. Right. The Yankee Stadium yeah. to get vaccinated. They give you the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Yeah. One shot deal. And if you want to enter, if there's a game that day and there's time, you can go to that game. Or for any future game, I'm giving you a free ticket. Hey guys, it's called the New York Excelsior app. Yeah. What's you that? New York Excelsior. You put that app on your phone. You put right. in the details of your last vaccination and your name and email, and it gives you an expiration date six months from your last. Oh, uh, they did vaccine. six months, and they then they changed it. Good. Like mine, mine goes. I was vaccinated a second time, March third. It gave me to August thirtieth. And at that time, I guess they'll they'll ask me to re-up again just to confirm it, uh, see what happens on August 30th. And that's what I'm supposed to show. My first game at Yankee Stadium is uh, uh, May 31st. So I can tell you how that's going to be. You know, I, I belong to a, to a season ticket group, and my first game is May 31st. So you have, already have tickets, Yeah. but they're still going to check when you go in. Yeah, yeah, and let's say, for example, our season tickets are actually section 217, row 7, mm. but they put me on row 19. But now with the expanded capacity, they may put us back into our regular seats. Okay. Eddie, right. do you think you could get tickets the day of the game if you just go there? I, that I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they've been reaching their number, right? They've been reaching their capacity, what they're allowed. Yeah, 10,000 some odd right, right now. But uh, after the 19th, I think, of this month, they're, they're supposed to be able to go full capacity as long as you're vaccinated. Right, right. So, yeah. so maybe can they get 40 some odd thousand people that are vaccinated to go yeah, in there? New York allows that. Considering there's a lot of bogus vaccination cards out there. Oh. You can buy for twenty dollars a piece, you know. Mm -hmm. That's why. That's why the Excelsior, uh, the New York Excelsior app is good because it matches up their records of the state whether you actually been vaccinated. So what does that get? NYS Excelsior. New York yeah. Excelsior. 
New York. I'm going back to look at it again because when I did it the first time, they gave me a very limited expiration date. It was the end of April, so hopefully they've extended that. Okay, uh, Gerald, then we'll move on again. I was told, I was told that at City Field, uh, while you have to show either proof of vaccination or a negative uh, COVID test, they don't require a photo ID. I'm amazed. Really? Is right. that true? I've been to a game this year. I don't know. Tell me no more. You'll find out. You'll tell us exactly what <laughs> took place. Definitely. Okay. And Danny, yeah. you'll tell us about the Yankee game. Anybody else goes to a game? Just tell us yeah. what the, what's going on in these places here. I'm a few weeks off, May 31st. So. And, and Ron, when are you going back to work? I don't know. I put in for games, but they haven't they haven't given me any jobs. I have a, I have a story for you in a few minutes when I get to it. <laughs> uh, two weeks ago, we talked about how poorly the Yankees were playing. Yeah. Two weeks ago, they were six and eleven in last place. <laughs> second place now, right? Now they're sixteen and fourteen. Oh, they lost. They lost. They lost. They lost. So sixteen and fifteen. They may be in second or third place because all the teams are really, really close after the Red Sox. Right. So yeah. I guess they improved, and I guess Boone has saved his job. For now. Right, for now. Cashman saved his job for now. But uh, I always wondered why they hired Buck Showalter to be in their pre- and post-game shows. Huh. Right, He's like in the wings, ready to right, take right. over. Don't you think that's the reason why he's yeah. there? Maybe. Yeah. You think they would bring him back? No, you don't think they bring him back? There's a reason why they hired this guy to be in their pre and post game. I'm watching the team. Yeah, Gerald. Buck Showalter is extremely knowledgeable, as you know, in baseball. And he, he is very meticulous. And he actually got into a disagreement with the groundskeepers and how they were rolling out the top <laughs> one day. Believe it or not, yeah. that's amazing. He's also old school, so again, yeah. I was old school, going to work with new school. Yeah. I don't know, Roger, yeah. hand up. Well, that's it, yeah, exactly. Being old school, like maybe the team needed a little kick in the pants kind of thing. I mean, I was surprised when Steinbrenner fired him in '95 for him, there was no reason to do that, you know, right? Well, that was Steinbrenner, otherwise, you know, but Tori wouldn't have been there then, otherwise, so right, you know. history could have been completely yeah, different. different. Look, Floyd is on his way back. Mm -hmm. yep. happy with that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I, I heard that the Yankees' top prospect, you know, who the tight Yankees' top minor league prospect is right now? Yeah, what's his name? Some guy, Dominguez, I think. Jason with right, two S's, right. Dominguez. He's a switch hitting center fielder. Uh, he didn't play last year because there were no minors last year. The minors are back, as you guys know. And he's playing with low A Tampa, you know, low A class Tampa. He's only 18 years old, but they say he is a future superstar. Let's see how he, let's see how well he progresses down the line. You can write that name down. Jason Dominguez. Put him in, put his name in a drawer, get his bases. Couldn't get his baseball cards. Very expensive, but I'm working on it. Michael. <laughs> And also, it looks like they're trying Andujar in left field up in Scranton. So, yeah. uh, Frazier better watch himself. He hit, a home, he hit a home run today. I think he, uh, yeah. went, he went home and he gave his gave an autographed baseball to Spike Lee. 
<laughs> Let's yeah. see what happens down the line there. Okay, they couldn't sweep, but they won two out of three. Now let's go to the Mets. Two weeks ago, they were seven and six. Yeah. First yeah. place. They hadn't played a lot of games because they had all those uh, COVID issues with other teams that forced them not to play. And now I see they're 12 and 13. Right. They'll probably win. Yeah. They'll probably win today. They'll probably win today. Again, a lot of teams are really up there, like right around 500. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Who knows what's going to happen down the line? DeGrom, well, his last start, he struck what he struck out uh, nine. Nine and 10, whatever. He had 59 for the first five starts. He tied a record by Nolan Ryan from 1970. And now he has a side issue, a, a lat issue. Yeah, yeah, that's just like I don't think he's pitching Saturday. Oh, they, no. scratched him. they scratched him. I get worried when I Sunday they talked about not yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Right, Sunday. Sunday. I, always get a, I always get a little little uh, nervous when they talk about a Met issue is really yeah. not too serious, and then they find out they lowball everything. He's on the sixty day IL. Yeah, he says he's okay. Well, okay, Gerald. I suspected with the Grom in the last two starts, he asked for an extra day of rest. That's got to be a little bit of a red flag. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll see. And then they fired their hitting, Chili Davis, their yeah. hitting coach. You could see that coming. And their assistant hitting coach. But have you been following that? There was some story. Yeah. Like over the last weekend, when the Mets broke out of their hitting problems, Right. They were interviewing uh, Alonzo. Right. We owe it all to our new hitting instructor. Uh, they gave him a name that was like a no name. Donnie Stevenson. Donnie Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. There is no Donnie yeah. Stevenson. Right. Well there, well, there probably is, but not like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they were making a joke of it. Yes. Making a joke. And so, what I happens think. is. I guess the, the, the administration didn't like this. It has something to do with this. I don't mean, they fired they fired Davis, they fired Slater, the assistant, and they hired here's another beep beep. Quaddlebaum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> beep beep. Quaddlebaum. There's no baseball card on him. I don't know where he came from. I don't know. Good question. I'm sure he's a I don't very know. nice man. Where was he? <laughs> You know, when they when they fire coaches, that that's usually a precursor for the manager to be yep. gone next. I don't know about how well. Yeah. Roger, Barry Steinbrenner-esque, exactly. Usually, the pitching coach would get canned or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. strength coach all the time. I mean, it was always. Something. Well, you knew you knew that Davis was in trouble because of Lindor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he I mean, uh, Confield. They can't fire Lindor, so yeah. you know. Right. Rojas Michael. is next. Michael. In uh, 1985, the Mets support supportedly had a player by the name of Sid Finch, and he was like oh, the that, yeah. 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 Was in the history of baseball. Yeah. And uh, it turned out, Fred, you want to tell him? No, it was just a made-up uh, yeah. story about, I think, George Plimpton and the Sports yeah. Illustrated. Yeah. This guy was... A bunch all. of New York writers got together and they made yeah. it up. I think Pete Hamill played it as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it makes, makes brass. It's fun. So, uh, Gerald, 
You going to the game Saturday, you said? Yes. So here's what I want you to do. <laughs> okay. I don't know where your seats are, but I want you to go to the right field corner. Okay. There's a, there's a burger stand there. They're selling, <laughs> they're calling it Polar Burgers. It's a Pete Alonzo. It's called Polar Burger. It's a super hamburger. It costs $16.50. <laughs> I want to know yeah. why it's $16.50. Okay. <laughs> but they named that burger after Pete Alonzo. I think that, that's, a, that's the same burger. price of a burger at Yankee Stadium. Oh, is that right? No, my, my son told me last night because he was at the game, was writing, but he showed his Baseball Writers Association card, so he got half price. Burger and fries for eight bucks. Mm. <laughs> Which is still a ripoff. Yeah. 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 Hey, two hot dogs and fries and a Coke. That's me. Yeah. Diet Coke. Anyway, so the Blue Jays will definitely play in Buffalo. The story came out today. We were wondering where the heck they're going to be. <laughs> as Florida gets too hot, yeah, they haven't play. gone back to Toronto yet. So they're going to play their home games in Buffalo. And who knows if the borders will open up in the near future, if they'll ever get back to Toronto. They're working on it. Schumer is working on it. Okay. All right. Yeah, Lindor got a hit. Lindor got a hit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh shit. Oh, my God. Got a single. Take it easy. Take it easy. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Got it on tape. He's still my heart. I take it. I'm going to watch it. that a lot. Yeah, I just saw it. Good. That's not yeah. crazy. Two out. He must be adding buck sixty now, right? Mets are pitching a one hitter today. Okay. Yep. So uh, let's move on here. Okay. Stephen Matz, former Met, Blue Jay, four and zero. Matt Harvey, former Met, Oriole, three and one. Is he going to pitch against the Mets next week? Suppose he might. It looks like he could. Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday. Be cool. Be cool. Yeah, Gerald. Stephen Matz. Uh, while he's four and one, his ERA in the last two or three starts has gone up one run each start. His ERA was one point forty seven. Now it's I think it's over four. Okay, <laughs> but it's a nice story. Absolutely, I hope he does well. I hope he does. Needed a change. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you heard about the Cub pitcher Pedro Strop? Yeah, yeah. Pedro uh, Cubs Pedro Strop. Yeah, well, what was with free he agency? He quit. Yeah. He quit. He's, he's not happy. He figures he's a touch, big shot. He doesn't deserve to be in the minors. He was in the alternate site. Now there's no more alternate sites. It's the minors. He's not going back. I'm a free agent, so he's done. So if anybody mm-hmm. wants a relief pitcher, Pedro Strop, Strop is available. That's all right. We just swept the Dodgers, so we don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> and how about that no-hit it, uh, Raji? You want to go? Okay, Mark. The no hitter is more important. No hitter. With yeah. the no hitter yesterday, then I want to go to the no hitter uh, two weeks ago. Two no hitters. So how about this, John Means on the Orioles? Almost oh, a perfect is- game. Oh wow! Except he struck out someone, and there was a, like a wild pitch. The ball. That was, dirt, that was, pitch, a, that was the first time that ever happened. Yeah. Right. And then the guy reaches first base, so it breaks up the perfect game. Perfect game. Yeah. And I think in the first or second pitch, the guy tries to steal, is thrown out. So he's yeah. 27 up, 27 down, but doesn't get credit for the perfect game. He gets credit with a no-hitter. First no-hitter for the Orioles since Jim Palmer, 91. First wow. complete game. They, they, had a, they had a combined one. Yeah. It was 91. That was the longest they said. You know, 69. Was it 69? 60, a long time. It was a 91. It was a long time. 69. No. 
Yeah, the Pirates are the longest streak, man. Yeah. So what do you think about – you want to say something about that one, Fred, before we go? No, just saying you said about – in 91, I think it was, they had a combined four pitches, pitched a, a no-hitter. Right. The first complete game, right. no hitters in 69, Jim Palmer. That's amazing with the good pitches they've had over the years. That's surprising. Yeah. So I want to talk about this Madison Bumgarden. No hitter. <laughs> 70 no hitter. That doesn't get credit for a no hitter. He should. Yeah. He should because they changed the rules. He should not. No. You say he should not. Let me hear you talk about it. Alan, where are you? Right here. saying he should Over not there. get credit for a no hitter? Absolutely no. not. There have been 491 Seven inning no hitters, meaning they weren't no hitters. Just because they changed the rule, where if you have a double header, you have seven innings. I don't see it. But I agree. I disagree. I disagree. That's the rule now. The way it is. I want to talk about this. Yeah, I disagree, Val. I say because they changed the rules. And it's an official complete game by, by Major League Baseball standards. It's not mm-hmm. like it's a, a rain game that was rained out. It's a complete seven things. That's all they were going to play. It should count because they own because they changed the rules to make it a complete game. Fred, I think you're right, Fred. Yeah. That's the argument, right? Then there's some some people made these rules. I don't know when they made the rules. A no hitter has to be nine innings. Mm. But if yeah. they say the game is set for seven and he does what right. he's supposed to do, he didn't give up a hit, it's a complete game. That's right. Seven, right. Absolutely. It should be a no-hitter. But they're saying yeah. so, officially. Softball is seven innings. <laughs> but, the game is seven I'm innings. with you, Alan. I play yeah. softball. He's, seven he's getting credit for a complete game, right? He got he a credit yes. for a complete game. Yeah. See, that so, makes no sense. If you get credit for a complete game, you shut out. It's right, because they changed the rules. Out, and you get right. a shutout, but you don't get the no-hitter? That makes no that sense. That does not make any sense. You're going to see this change at the end of the year. There's no question. How about, how about Harvey Haddix? Did he get credit right. for no-hitter? Yeah. Officially. Uh, no, no, he, he, he was. Right. It wasn't over. It wasn't over. Right. game wasn't over. And then they well, finally he pitched got a more hit. than seven innings. No, but the game wasn't over. Right. It's not a no hitter till the game is over. Yeah, yeah. But Cooperstown wanted his hat. <laughs> he wanted his All hat. Right. Doesn't make sense. Anymore. Can I can I can I ask a rule question? If, we if a answer. guy pitches a ten inning no hitter or a perfect game, is it a perfect game if the, if he pitches ten perfect innings but with the guy's on second base because he's put there? Oh, oh boy, oh, that's interesting. Oh. Yes, probably, great question. Yes. Guy scores, it's not an earned run. Oh, yeah. That's an interesting one. I think that comes up. Yeah. Yeah. It'll probably never come up, but yeah. it just I can't even go seven innings. It's a great I have, question. Uh, I have two funny stories here in baseball that I, I read about this week. Ha oh, ha, go yeah. ahead. Uh, <laughs> the first one's a cup story. The Uh-oh. Cubs were playing mm-hmm. the Braves. And I think the Braves were ahead 10-0. And the Cubs brought in Anthony Rizzo to pitch. Mm-hmm. Did you see the video on this, any of you guys? No. no. He no, struck him it. out. Mm. He struck him out. Well, with like a 54-mile-an-hour curveball or something out. like that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he fits, fits. one funny story. Then another one. This is a good one. 
the Reds were playing the Diamondbacks. And I believe, where was the game? Maybe the game was in, in Cincinnati. And it was pouring. Mm. And the game was in the eighth inning. And the Reds pitcher, Lucas Sims, S-I-M-S, never heard of him. Mm. So the, the umpire let the game continue in the pouring rain. It was pouring. They let the game go on. The score was 4-4. First batter, uh, he hits the first batter. Then he walks in a run. The umpire gives him a ball. He, the pitcher is really upset. The pitcher, the umpire gives the pitcher a ball. You know, sometimes the pitchers, they want to like, <laughs> ball feels good in their hands. Pitcher takes the ball immediately, throws it out of play. Like he didn't like the ball. The umpire <laughs> takes another ball out of his bag, throws it to uh, Lucas Sims. Lucas Sims doesn't even touch the ball with it, throws it out. Third <laughs> ball, fourth <laughs> ball. <laughs> doesn't even, he just like throws it out, throws it out, throws it out. <laughs> like showing the umpire up. Mm-hmm. At that point, they called the game. Mm-hmm. All the suspended game. We played the next game. It was funny. They had to see what's going on. You got you look at the picture. Yeah. It's very, very funny. Lucas Sims, Reds pitcher. Uh four or five times he threw it out. Couldn't he, he says I can't get a grip. He wasn't even taking a grip. He just throwing out, throwing it out. <laughs> next day they, they lost the suspended game. Here's a story for Ron. Remember I told you of a Ron story? Mm-hmm. Since we all know Ron is, yeah. uh, he's like, uh, what do you got? Moonlighting as an usher? Moonlighting? It's a second job. Second yeah. job, okay. <laughs> Longtime Pirates usher. Pirates Perfect. usher. Phil <laughs> Coyne, C-O-Y-N-E. Died a few weeks ago at the age of 102. <coughs> 102. How old? Wow. How old? 102. 102. 102. He ushered for 80 Years. Oh, yeah. And he was known as a true legend in Pittsburgh. He worked in Forbes Field, Three Rivers Stadium, PNC Park. He ushered over 6,000 games. He worked three World Series. He was around when uh, Mazeroski hit his Mm -hmm. uh, historic home run. He saw Mm -hmm. Clemente. He saw Stodgill. He saw a young Barry Bonds. So it made me think of you, Ron. What do you have? Oh, like, yeah, Ron, you have something to to catch yeah. up. <laughs> well, right. I, when, when I worked uh, that one day at City Field, I was talking to another usher, and he was, you know, there's a seniority list. <coughs> he was telling me about the guy who's number one on the seniority list. He's n- over 90 years old, and he was there, he's been there for 50 years. Hmm. So, I mean, I, it's not as impressive as the pirates, but you know, to be so I have something to shoot for to be number one. So I got 50 years to go. I'll be I'll be 115 and I'll be number I you, one. I feel like you like that story, Mr. Coin. In the meantime, the, the Cardinals have the time yep. run at the plate. You know, you know, they just showed a figure. The Mets have left 17 guys on base yep. in this game. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it. Uh, yeah. Who said they're right of their hitting slump? Oh yeah, yeah so, right. Um, oh. I just heard this week, you know, there's a league called the Pioneer League in yeah. baseball. 
Out West. Right, there's the Atlantic League when the, they're yeah. affiliated with America. Oh! Oh! Wow! Wow! Lonzo oh. dropped the foul pop. Uh, oh, he dropped it off. Yeah. That was tough catch. Second out. <laughs> so this pioneer. Pine Coach Smith's a home run now, you know. <laughs> Can you listen to me? So this pioneer. Uh, uh, the glove. Which is affiliated with Major League Baseball, has decided not to play extra innings this year. Who? So oh, I plan on doing if the game is tied after nine innings to prevent the wear and tear on pitches, what they plan on doing is to have a home run derby. Oh, no. Oh, come on. This is come what they plan on, on like doing. It's like a shootout. Like a shootout, right. Like a shootout in hockey. That's what they plan hockey, on doing, yeah. not to have extra innings in the Pioneer League. I this thought you were going to say they're going to give two points for a win and one for a tie. Nope, he didn't get it. Okay. Uh, Go ahead, uh, Michael. Uh, yeah, oh. uh, I was listening on on Carton and, and Roberts, and they were talking about that. And uh, Carton Car- Carton said that if uh, they did the home run inning contest, and if that ends in a tie, they should decide the game uh, playing a game of running bases. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> monkey in the middle. That would be good. That would be good. Uh, uh, monkey in the middle is good, also. <laughs> I want you to know that I've contacted Ron Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. You know Ron Bloomberg, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ronnie Bloomberg. We're, nice we're Jewish friends. Boy. He has a thousand million Facebook friends, but I've contacted him to maybe come on the show. Um, and who knows? He's yeah. promoting yeah. his new book. I don't know if you guys got this book yet. You Yankee. I'm fans. reading it. I'm reading Heard it, Mark. Heard I'm reading it right now. Captain and me. Let us know how it is. His relationship with Thurman Munson and his I'm effort to get Thurman Munson into the Hall of Fame. He's really pushing it as much as possible. He thinks Thurm should be in the Hall of Fame. Some of you may agree, some of you may disagree, but his new book, let me know how the book is because he's really been pushing it a lot. And maybe one day we can get uh, oh, Hold on. Yeah. I, I emailed you last week, Mark. I don't know if you, did you get my email about um, about uh, about Bloomberg? Yeah. I have a very good friend who is who is represented uh, represents a lot of um, of Jewish artists, and she called me last week to say to ask me if I knew anything about Ron Bloomberg because she was not a sports fan. Right. That she's representing him, so I'm I'm actually in the process. I just emailed her right before this show to to, to try to put together a group of communities um, and. Uh, you know, pay him because to be able to do something. So I'm actually working on that. And I, you know, hopefully with the more communities, the the, the less it will cost. I don't know whether he'll do it for nothing. I, I did contact him after he wrote his first book, Designated Hebrew. I wrote right. to the site mm. and five minutes later in my office, I got a call and it was him oh, for about a half an hour. He was, you know, I didn't initiate this. Very, very nice guy. Interesting guy. He would be a wonderful speaker. I don't know whether he's going to be available just to come on a, a show, but I, I, I'm I'm trying to work out something where a few communities can be together for a relatively inexpensive cost. Mm, 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 right. That at least is in the works. Yeah. If you give us 15 minutes, we can even great too. Be cool. Yeah. Be cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what do we have in basketball? Hey, Mark. Oh, we have more questions here. Get, uh, no, no, there's one more thing happened today 
Albert Pujols got released. Yeah. 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 Released? Really? The, yeah. Designated yes. for assignment by the Angels. Yeah. Final really? year of his contract. I, I, yeah, I thought I heard, but I'm not sure that it was at his request. I'm not sure about that. They were talking one. about it on the Yankee game. I'm not here about that. And Raj, you want to say something? I was going to say the same thing, Fred. All right, <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do some research on that, and we'll talk about that next week. He Mets, got designated for assignment. Yeah. For assignment. yeah. The Mets just won. Yeah. Okay. About Paul? Oh, yeah, three outs. Yeah, you're right. Go ahead there, um, Ron. Basketball. Well, oh, wait, can, we go, can we go to hockey first? Let's go to hockey first. Yeah, <laughs> go. Okay. The big oh, news yeah. this past week. The Rangers right? made oh. news this week. It all started Monday night mm-hmm. with the scrum in front of the net. Okay. The Rangers, I think, were on the power play. They were, yeah, they were on the power yeah. play. So the puck, the goalie was trying to cover up the puck. To, uh, so Tom Wilson... Uh, takes uh, Pavel Bushnevich down to the ice and starts pummeling him. Okay. Face down. <laughs> face down on the ice and starts hitting him like the back of the head and the side, almost like a UFC fight it looked like. So uh, you had Artemi Panarin, who's a little guy, jumps on Tom Wilson's back okay, to try and pull him off Bushnevich. Tom Wilson, the thug that he is and criminal, <laughs> turns around and, and and slams him to the ice Ooh. and even like pushes his head face first into the ice. Okay. Go to the next day. Tom Wilson, who has a history that it, it's it's basically a criminal record on ice, uh, gets fined for five thousand dollars and no suspension at all. Okay, which Love is it. ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay. Then you the have, rain. What's that? No, I, I was just going to say you have to figure that hockey, hockey must do a cost-benefit analysis and decide that people like <laughs> those fights, and then and yeah. that's and they're going to like right. keep allowing it. Yeah, yeah. That's the well, only thing that makes any sense. Yeah. Well, that I, I don't know if they like those type of fights where you have mm-hmm. basically okay. Tom Wilson knew the Rangers were on the power play. The Rangers are going to have their finesse players on the ice. There's no, well, the Rangers don't have an enforcer anyway, but they're not going to have their tougher guys on the ice. So he knows that. So if you notice, Tom Wilson always takes advantage (sighs) of like a lesser physical player. So that kind of fight isn't good. Uh, In in my opinion, I don't think that that serves. That's not what uh, hockey fight fans are looking for. They're looking for a more even up fight. Mm -hmm. So, after uh, the big fine of five thousand dollars, the Rangers uh, the Rangers issue a statement for the firing of uh, the who is it the head of player safety, yeah, George Panos. Yeah, I think yeah. his name. Yeah. yeah, who from what I understand was a thug himself in the he NHL. Was. He when, was okay. Fred would know more than I yeah, would. Yeah, he was. So the Rangers <laughs> wanted to have him fired because of the ridiculous job he did. So. Okay, then uh, we go to the uh, before the cap game last night. The the Rangers fired uh, Jeff Gordon, the GM, and John Davidson, yeah, the president. president. Now I've I've heard conflicting stories that was it the way the Rangers were playing, or that uh, 
you know, it takes more than three years to uh, put a chosen you know, winner on the ice. I heard that Dolan wanted Davidson to fire Gordon. Right. And he, and he wouldn't. Right. And that's why Dolan stepped in and, and fired, right. uh, fired both of them. Then there's the initial story that Davidson didn't want to didn't uh, separate himself from that letter that he wanted to know. Who knows? I mean, that was that was the initial story. I, right. Ron, tell, tell everybody how last night's game began, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Last night's game began. Uh, well, obviously, everybody knew this. The drop of the puck. You know, like I, I heard who was a Rooney went to like the uh, cap bench, like skated by and said, OK, we're going to go with you, you, you and you. We're going to all pair off as the game started, which, you know, and and all hell broke loose at the beginning of the game last night, which w w was going to happen. And, you know, fights all over the place. Tom Wilson, uh, you know, who was it? Uh, Smith, Brendan Smith Ooh. paid off with him. And, you know, you know, I got to give the Rangers credit for what they did last night. They stood up for their teammates and they didn't take garbage from the league. But then, uh, what was it, today, the NHL comes out and finds the Rangers... A quarter of a million dollars. A quarter of a million dollars <laughs> for the statement they put out. <laughs> you know, so... Batman and this Paros guy... They make the NHL a joke. That's why everybody boos Batman whenever, wherever he is, mm. whether it's the draft mm. or mm. if he's at a game. That this is mm -hmm. why he gets booed. It's just a whole ridiculous uh, situation. Yeah, so. they have no credibility to leak. Commissioners don't receive a lot of love in general. Anyway. They need more. No. Yeah. Well, especially in in hockey. I don't know if you've ever seen. Batman, just the mention of his name at the game goes the fans uh, into uh, booing. So, all commissioners, yeah. yeah. And Ziegler beforehand wasn't such a great. Uh... Fred, you got something to add? Yeah, I just want to ask Ron have you, have you heard anything or in the past or now about what the Players Association actually thinks of Wilson? I mean, because he's harming members of, you know, outright assaulting members of their union. They, they you know, mm. They must they, be, they must be outraged by, but it's only a five thousand dollar fine. Also, I'm sure they are. See, I, I don't mind a, a, a tough, hard nosed player. Yeah. Okay. Within the I, rules. Not dirty, dirty. He's yeah. dirty. Like I respect. I I don't like him because he's an Islander. But Matt Martin. Okay. Yeah. He'll hit hard, play clean. I don't know if anybody saw what Wilson did to the Boston Bruin about yeah. a couple of months ago. Right. right. Okay, Fred, do you want to no, – I forget the exact incident, but for that he got seven games suspended. But he, but he certainly wasn't beat – the guy in the Boston what, didn't, wasn't face down on the ice and he's been – I mean, you know, with Panarin and pulling him by the hair, he, he could have killed the guy. I yeah. mean, really. I mean, you know – and, and believe me, uh, Wilson isn't the only cat who gets away with a lot of garbage. Yeah. I don't, I mean, Ovi, Ovechkin, if you've ever watched yeah. him play, watch when the playoffs start, when he goes into the corner. Now, the rule is if you go check yeah. a guy into the corner, you can't leave your skates. Yeah. You can't go yeah. airborne. Yeah. You watch I mean, I, in the playoffs, his skates are never on the ice when he goes into the corner. Yeah. 
I mean, to me, the league lost all, all, all its credibility with this. Exactly. I mean, I mean, really. I mean, yeah. Batman should be replaced now. I mean, really. Well, you can only hope. They'll discuss this in the offseason. Yeah. yeah. So Maybe. Maybe. Anything yeah. else in hockey other than that? Uh... No, that's all I care about. Yeah. I don't know if my friend yeah. has anything else. No, uh, the, I don't want to bring up the Rangers are eliminated. Yeah. We yeah. all know that. We, we all know, know that. that. But but you know what? The funny thing is, if the Rangers were in any other division, they would be in the playoffs. Right. They're in the toughest division. Not to make an excuse, but their best, best player was out for 10 games. You know, for that incident, that politics in Russia and that they're Zabanajad had COVID at the beginning of the season. Right. So, you know, it's and, and, a and, tough year. And Fred also, Shesterkin was out for an extended period right. of time. That's, so, right. Yeah. That's right. So, you know, look, yeah, like Fred said, I'm not make, we're not making excuses, yeah. but yeah. look, let's see next year. Lafreniere, <laughs> he's come on strong. He's got 11 goals. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you know? back to the old system next year. Oh, his yeah. last goal was Hopefully. beautiful. Beautiful goal. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I want to say something. Can I say Go ahead, something? Uh, I, I just wonder, I, I kind of thought that the uh, Rangers should have brought up a couple of tough guys from Hartford to play that game and maybe give Wilson a run for his money. Even the fight that Wilson had in the first period, he basically <clears> won. Because nobody on the Rangers would really beat up Wilson. It was they, correct, correct. That's well, they, had, they, had, they had one guy who they were thinking of bringing up, but – it would have been his first NHL game, and I don't think they wanted to put him in a place yeah. that that would be his first NHL game. And you know, I, I don't know. They didn't think it was fair to him. From what I, was, read. I don't. I don't know if every. Well, I know Fred does. Sean Avery, the name ring a bell to yeah, everybody. Sure. Yeah, sure. He had he had a good take on it. He says, "You know what? You're not going to beat uh, Wilson in a fight." Okay. He says, "What you do is uh, when you enter the zone." You put the puck around yep, in there yep. softly, and then you just cream the goalie. That's right. Just go That's right there. Yep. Yeah. I love Sean Avery, you know. Great comment. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. That's the only way you're going to get – that's the only way things are going to change. You get back into caps that way. The way they play the game, you play it with them. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for that uh, insight there. Very nice. Any basketball news? Uh, I don't know. As the season's winding down. Well, how's the Knicks doing? They're still in place for a first round bye. They got killed last night. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. but you know you, you know things like that happen in the NBA. They got killed in Denver. Look at Phoenix, who has that great record in the in the West. They lost by thirty two points also last night to okay. Atlanta. Makes a game here and there. So you know, yeah. Yeah. Julius Randle's playing super, right? Eh? Yep. Who's playing over is that Julius Randle? He'll probably come in second or third place in MVP. Yeah. All right. I want to go to what? Any more basketball news? Fred? Yeah. Yes, I just want to say, I personally have a big question about if the Nets are going to be really that great successful in the playoffs. I think the fact that these three guys haven't played together, I don't know. I, I could see a team like Milwaukee or Philadelphia, a really good team, knocking them off before they even get to the finals. Right. Well, see, what I see with the trouble with the Nets, like Fred just mentioned, they say Harden's going to be back for the playoffs. But yeah. to me, you got to come back at least two games before. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you can't just come back for the and turn it on and off. Remember what happened when mm. before they signed Harden? Did you see how out of shape he was? 
don't right. think. Well, it's probably because he wanted to leave Houston anyway. Right. Right, right, yeah. That's correct. And, yeah. But and, you don't want that to happen again. You and, know. and the net, Nets, Nets are also somewhat of a soft team. If you look at them, they get out hustled, out offensive rebounded. You know, they're not a cohesive team. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, I really don't think they have a, that they're going to be, can't even get to the finals. You know, you know what I think, though? I think it depends upon how they use, utilize Claxton. Claxton could be yeah. incredible when he's really on his game. No, he's a nice young player. You're right. He's a nice young player. Maybe they're just coasting towards the uh, the playoffs. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they thought they would be a top seed in the East. Uh, mm-hmm. Philadelphia's got a couple on them. And watching, watch out for Milwaukee. They're yeah, they might even fall to three. Right they start on the Knicks? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not that much of a basketball expert, yeah. but they seem to be an exciting team. That's, that's hungry. All right. So um, if the Knicks are a team, the Nets are a collection of superstars. And yeah. Right. There you that's go. my feeling. Yeah. I agree Knicks with are you. fine for a first round buy. I mean, a well, first round I'm glad home Danny, playoff advantage. I'm glad Danny said something because this brings me up to my next story, Danny. Yes. Um, the Kentucky <laughs> Derby. What about it? was last yeah. weekend, remember? Right. Yeah. Great race. Dina Spirit. For all you people, you betters and all that stuff. If we had time last week, we could have played the game we played a year ago. Then we picked the uh, the derby winners. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, who was the trainer that won? Bob, Bob, um, Bob Baffert. Baffert. Seventh, seventh Baffert. derby winner. Yeah. Tell me, Danny Weisfeld, you're not a yeah. double for Bob Baffert. No matter what? You look less like him. He does. Yeah, Can anyone else say that? I hung around the racetrack too many years in my younger days. <laughs> well, <laughs> Velasquez won his fourth. Uh, the truth is loud. Danny's in Kentucky. Velasquez won his fourth derby also. He's now. Danny's in Kentucky. Now he's going to Maryland for the pre Maryland next week. But. The Belmont on June fifth, they're going to sit eleven thousand fans, fully yeah. vaccinated or the negative test. I don't know. Well, look how many were at the Derby. The Derby was looked like I don't know what the number was, but uh, I think they said forty-five thousand. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, forty-five thousand. I've been to about two or three Belmont stakes with innumerable number of people there. I always was able to buy a reserve seat. Over a hundred. You know, it's an incredible experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, I saw. When the first one I think was in Canonero, the second was trying to go um, for the for the uh, triple crown. Triple crown. That was incredible, you know. Uh, and a couple of other ones in non-triple crown years, but uh, that Canonero, the second uh, was the one that, uh, yeah. and uh, he didn't make it, you know, of course. But uh, I saw Bob Baffert. I said, "There you are, Danny, right there." <laughs> <laughs> the, jo- the the jockey, you was I mean, younger than than us, but. It's nice to see a 49-year-old. It's his fourth. But, you know, an old-timer, you know. I'll be back. Recollections. So I'm, I'm always comforted to see the older guys. Yeah. Oh, Mark, Mark, I'm sorry. Before you go, can I just mention one thing? Yeah. Uh, uh, this just came in, Fred. I don't know if you heard. What's this? Pavel Bushnevich was suspended because of his high stick against a, a cap player last night. How many games rest of the season? Uh, one game. Wait, for one yeah. game. Yeah, my son one game. Ridiculous. Yeah. Outrageous. Uh, that's yeah. that's another uh, ironic uh, twist. Sorry. 
figure this out. What's going on with that? Well, they should appeal. I mean, this is it's outrageous. Yeah. Well, the season's over. I mean, the yeah. thing, the season, who cares? <laughs> Send them out because whatever. But it's only two games left. So the uh, principal Roger has a funny bowling story. You have oh. that story for us? I have to give credit to my wife. She found it. This was in the uh, the post a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, a man uh, had filled this bowling ball with his father's ashes. And uh, <laughs> I guess the father had never bowled a perfect game. This guy apparently had him. This, apparently this time when he had his brother with him, and apparently he rolled a perfect game. He said it was like tears in his eyes, you know, at the end and everything. <laughs> but just an honor of his father. So I don't know if you saw that one, Danny. Well, I did not. Yeah. They put the ashes in there. They bowled the ball. The this father rolled all over the uh, the lanes, huh? Yeah. How, Danny, how do you bowl when if you feel the thumb? I know some people bowl with only two fingers. I don't know how you even do that. Well, there's two ways of doing it. The, 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 the two fingers will be the two-handed ball. Yeah. Or like a, a, you know, like a few, a few of the professional bowlers do. And some league bowlers, some of the younger kids have learned how to do that. The other way is really there's one guy that I bowl with. Uh, you basically end up cupping the ball very okay. much so against the against the inside of your wrists, and you have to be have relatively strong hands yeah. to, to do that. And you get a tremendous amount of revolutions on it. Um, you know, there, there was a, a the guy that started it was a, a guy uh, a professional a few years ago. His last name was Miller. And big, very strong guy who started this thing of the of the of the thumbless ball. Uh, it it's it led to certain changes in regulations on how to drill a ball. Initially, they said that you still had to have a thumb hole drilled, and then they says no, you didn't as long as the weight of the ball was still within range of the the total weight. And then some people this year was the first year that that happened. Used to, I don't know if you ever, if you ever go to a bowling alley and see some people may have had a little side hole on on the ball, which really was to, to make a weight differential on the ball. And that was made illegal. A guy on my Wednesday night team had several balls like that. The first week of the season, somebody pointed it out to him. You can't use that ball anymore. He has like a half a dozen balls like that with a little side hole um, to... And it was legal for a while, and then they decided last year that that's illegal to do. So there's been a lot of things that have changed in the way the ball is just drilled. But yes, yeah, so you have to have a very large hand. Uh, your thumb ends up being a, uh, a balancing outside of the ball. And, mm. uh, and, and that's the way they do it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, like, like duck ping bowling. There's no holes at all, right? Right. Yeah. I did that once. I remember I went to Duckville Candlestick Bowling when I was in my teens up in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my mother had a cousin who lived in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I was like 15, 16 years old. I went up there and uh, I went with him and another kid that introduced me to. We went uh, to Duckville Candlestick Bowling. And uh, I remember I bought like a 73 and I was sort of embarrassed. And the guy at the desk was just don't be embarrassed. That's a very good score in candlestick bowling to bowl at 73. You know. And uh, however, after bowling a few times that way in New England, 
I went back to a 10 pin bowling. I, I went into a huge slump because <laughs> of the timing and everything was just so much different, you know. You throw three balls and you have to use three balls of frame and you have to use the dead wood to help you, to assist you in trying to get a spare. Getting a strike is like totally impossible. <laughs> you know? All right. Never, I haven't done it now in 40 years. You know? <laughs> Interesting. I, I want to end, uh, before we do get a few questions, a, a funny golf story that I've been holding back for a few weeks. Oh, my. From the Masters. I don't know if you guys heard about this one, but there was this, um, I guess he's Korean, Siwoo Kin. He was, he was in the top 10 in the masses and uh, he was off the green and he was using his putter to like approach the hole and he screwed up the shot. So he was so upset, he took his putter and smashed it on the ground and destroyed the head. Now the rules say if you destroy the head of your putter, you cannot replace that club <laughs> during that round. You have to use any other club in your bag. So he took out his three wood and he was putting the remaining holes yeah. with his yeah. three wood. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. I thought yeah. that was yeah, I think the pros are only allowed by the 14 clubs in the... In the you can't replace... You can't replace one of the You can't replace a putter until tomorrow. Right. Did anyone have any questions in our remaining time? We want to, uh, all right, I'll uh, go Gerald, Michael, uh, Milton, and that order again. Give us one. Name the major league, name one question. Name the major league pitcher who had 15 or more victories against the Yankees and had the highest winning percentage versus the Yankees. Frank Larry. Frank Larry. No, no. <laughs> Yankee killer. Uh, what era? No one knows. We're talking 1920s. Oh, the 20s. <laughs> oh. Any of you guys around there? <laughs> Lefty Grove. No. no. A Yankee, American Leap. Johnson, Walter Johnson. No. All right, who is it? We don't know. George Herman Ruth. Oh, Ruth, I just said Ruth. Oh, I didn't hear that. Sorry. Right, Seven, he was 17 and five. Wow. All right, Michael, give us yours. I'm watching the clock. Yeah, I, have, I have a couple of good ones. Only give us one. Only give one. All right. Uh, three Yankees and Tiger All Stars. What? Wow. What? What's the question? Curtis, Curtis Grandison. One. Yes. Right. That we're playing. What's the question? I didn't hear the question. We saw this Three Yankee and Tigers. I saw it on TV the other night. David, we David Wells. So did I. That's how I know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I forgot already. <laughs> Wells and Cecil Fielder. But I have a question from uh, Ron Bloomberg's book, if you don't mind. All right, right? do it real quick. <laughs> uh, the captain, the captain and me. I got this from the, from his book. Okay. He uh, Bloomberg came up in '72. Name. Four Jewish players from 1972, from around that time. Right, Mike Epstein? Oh, Epstein's Mike one. Mike Epstein? All right. Mike Epstein. Good one. Barry Lapman? No, no. No, he was just a... Holtzman? Ken Holtzman? 
and Holtzman. Holtzman. Ken Holtzman. Holtzman. Holtzman is one. He wasn't on the Mets. Yeah. Okay. Give me the Met. You guys, um, the Met fans. Jewish Met. And the last one was Richie Scheinblum. Oh, yeah. I remember him. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Milton, you have one? Quick, quick, quick question. 1971, the only team that I can remember that had 420 game winners. I remember the Orioles. Oh, Orioles. 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 Mike Quayoff. Nick Pally. Pat Dobby. You'll never see that again. No, no, no. Who was a young Baltimore pitcher who pitched a 16 inning complete game shutout? And that was 1959. Wally Bunker. Bunker. Chuck Estrada. Milt Pappas. Jerry Walker. Who was it? Jerry Walker. Jerry Walker. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know he did that. Anybody else have a question? You boys didn't come with questions this week? Yeah. All the questions. That was a great World Series. How about 1971? Uh, Mickey Lolich won 25 games, but he didn't win the Cy Young Award. Who won the Cy Young Award in 1971? Beat out Mickey Lolich in his 25 games he won. What's he? Of blue? Vita Blue's middle name. True. Vita Rochelle. Really? Same name as Michael, your sister. Same name, same spelling. Oh, wow. That's true. Vita was 24 and 8 and had a 1.8. Tell her that. Tell her that. That was my mother's maiden name. Rochelle. And then in 1974, Fergie Jenkins. Won 25 games for the Rangers. He was 25 and 12, but he didn't win the Cy Young. Who won in 74? Um, Person was 25 and 12 also. Oh. Jim Lombard. Carlton? No, American League. American oh. League. Oakland A's. Catfish Hunter. Oh, Hunter? Catfish Hunter. There you go. There you go. All right, if you guys don't have any more questions, we can call it a day. I've got one more question. All right. All right. <laughs> Come on. In 1961, how many intentional walks did Roger Maris get? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Over 100. But within, I within five. Within five, right? You can't get exactly. 28. 28. Uh, 17. Eight. 50. No. 11. 11. Lower. 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 11. Than none. none. <laughs> That's it. None. Yeah. Right. Pitch to him instead of pitch to some Right. That's right. All right, boys. I want to thank you for joining us today. It was fun. I hope you had a good hey, time. Mark. Uh, come up with some more questions next week. <laughs> Keep this going. Okay. And some interesting yeah. stories. Uh, would be cool. Beep, beep. And again, stay well. And, uh, and, and, thank you. and we'll see you guys all next week. Thank you very much, Mark. Okay. Thanks, Mark. 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 Thanks, Mark.